0: how we can heal, find strength, create emotional well-being and ultimately create the life you've always bloody well dreamed of. I believe that healing as well as self-acceptance are the foundations for personal growth and we'll explore the tools, the strategies and practices so that you can create your own journey to brave. Ready? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Emptiness Countdown Podcast. I'm doing something new this week. I'm kind of trying something out and that is uh, recording myself on video as I do the podcast and uploading it to YouTube. So I don't know how it will (laughs) go. I hope the sound is still okay. I'm just trying something new and, you know, sometimes people like to see who's talking and what they're saying. Anywho... We are pretty much settled into the new house here and just loving living so close to the beach and everything else. It's so good. My best friend from Dubai visited on the weekend and we just had the most beautiful 24 hours. We had dinner by the water um, complete with my daughter dropping us there and picking us up, which was good, so we could have a few glasses of champagne, and then the next morning we rode our bikes to the beach we uh had a swim and by swim i mean we laid in the flat water and chatted for a bit (laughs) we then had a coffee strolled around the local markets and then we went and had brekkie and it was so good and we rode our bikes um, and did all of that which is just so good and i'm so grateful to be in this new house for sure All right, in today's episode, we're talking about risk. Now, I'm not talking about the jumping out of planes, skydiving kind of risk. I'm talking about risks like making big changes in our lives, things like I've just done. And that is, you know, selling a business, moving to a new area. But for you, your big risk could be selling your house uh, and having a sea change or a tree change. It could be buying a van and going traveling. It could be starting again after after divorce and looking for love, whatever it might be. So in this episode, we're diving into why we don't take risks and I'm sharing the top three reasons and then I'm going to share why we should take risks and what that can mean for our lives. So why we don't take risks. Now, you know, I like to look up the proper meaning of things. So let's first look at what risk is. According to Wikipedia, risk is the possibility of something bad happening. Risk involves uncertainty about the effects or implications of an activity with respect to something that humans value, such as our health, our well-being, um, wealth, poverty, or the environment. So often focusing on the negative, undesirable circumstances. And note the definition there of risk that I just mentioned says the possibility of something bad happening. And that's what we try and avoid, right? Something bad happening. And by trying to avoid something bad happening, we don't take risk or make change because it's uncomfortable, right? So what I want to do is look at three reasons. Now, this list is not exhaustive, but I think these are the three of the biggest reasons that we don't take risks in our lives. The first one is fear of failure, and that can lead us if, um, to feel embarrassment or shame. Shame being one of the lowest emotions on the scale of emotions and one that we try and avoid at all costs. So we try something It could be a totally new career, a new business, maybe a new relationship. We fail in inverted commas. The new career isn't all it's cracked up to be. The new business doesn't get off the ground the way we thought. Mr. Right turned into Mr. Wrong again. The investment property we buy ends up going backwards in value and we have to sell it. And then we not only have to face ourselves, but we have to face other people around our inverted commas failure, family, friends, colleagues, cue embarrassment or shame, and that just feels awful. So we avoid it. The next one is fear of success, and look, almost the opposite fear of failure, obviously, and one that we perhaps don't think of quite as much as the fear of failure. Um, but it's you know, what if it all goes really well? What if it What if we become successful? What if things turn out better than you could have imagined? How could that possibly be something that stops us from going after what we want? So we make a change, we take a risk. That business ends up bringing in more money than you ever thought possible. That new career comes with a shiny new car and an opportunity for a promotion and even more money. That new relationship is you know, one that your friends are not so secretly really envious of because it's really good. So you end up being more successful, more wealthy, happier than others around you. And that can bring up a fear of being judged by others, a fear that your cousin Susie or whatever her name is, that, you know, now thinking that you're a snob or pretentious because you've got more money or wealth, a fear that your sister's not going to want to hang out with you and you're my God, put my teeth back in. Your sister's not going to want to hang out with you and your new partner because her relationship's really disconnected and she can see how good yours is. So that's the fear of success. The next one is not feeling worthy. And our self-worth is based on the thoughts and beliefs that we have about ourselves and our abilities. And often we also base our self-worth on things like our appearance, our level of wealth, our social status or achievements. And if we don't feel worthy of having something, of being something or doing something, we sure aren't going to go after it. We don't believe we're good enough, right? We don't believe we're a good enough person to have what it is that we want. And so we don't go after it. So we've got fear of failure. We've got fear of success. And we've got feeling not worthy, all things that can stop us from taking risk or making a change. So all of these reasons at the crux of it, the reasons that we don't take risks are emotions that we're choosing, even if we're not choosing them consciously, right? And we're choosing them ahead of time because fear of failure is a fear of something from the future that hasn't happened yet. So we're feeling this fear ahead of time. So we don't want to feel that fear, right? Who wants to feel fear? Who wants to feel judged? They're shitty emotions to feel and shame. You know, like I said, one of the words, we don't want to feel them. And so what we do is rather than avoiding feeling those horrible feelings, we don't do the thing. And so we stay in a job we hate as an example. And what we've done is we felt fear without actually doing anything or taking the action. We've created a result that we don't want, and in that example, it's staying in a job we hate because we weren't willing to feel the fear about going after a new career. Maybe it's going back to study, whatever it is. So we end up right back where we were, probably miserable if you're staying in a job that you don't love. So to avoid the fear, you haven't taken a chance on yourself and you're staying right where you are. But what if, what if you could feel the fear and still do the thing? Because fear, whether it's a fear of failure, fear of success, it's always going to be there when we do something new. That's just our brains. We're hardwired to, our brains are hardwired to be on the lookout for fear. I've talked about it before since, you know, since we lived in caves and our brains were hardwired to look for the saber-toothed tiger that was going to attack us, right? It was really useful to have that back then. But these days, oftentimes we're not going to be in front of a tiger that's potentially going to eat us, but our brains don't know that. Our brains are still on this constant, um like a radar for fear. So it's always going to be there. It's just, it's, um, it's just a reaction that our brains are giving us. It's, it's our brain's job. So it's always going to be there, right, when we try something new. But we can feel that fear and still make change. Now, I'm not talking about gritting and gritting, gritting it, gritting and bearing it or doing it with, you know, white knuckling it or anything like that. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about trying to push the fear aside. I'm not talking about trying to, like I said, white knuckle through it. But feeling that fear, letting it come along for a, the ride with you on this new journey that you're undertaking, it's possible. And it's one of the things that I teach my clients. It's one of the things that I have had to do, particularly in the last year or so, as I've just made the big life changes that I've made, I had to allow the fear because it was inevitable to, you know, sell a business and pack up house and move, you know, into a different area. Fear was absolutely going to come up for me, but I wasn't going to let it stop me. And I don't want to let it stop you either. And one thing I know, and I'm going on a bit of a tangent here. One thing I know for sure is that you can feel fear and you can still go after what you want. It's not about pushing it aside or not doing something because it's not there because it's just going to keep you right where you are now. And listen, if you're happy 100%, if you can put your hand on your heart and say that you are happy right now and you don't want to achieve anything else or do anything else, like, That's amazing. But if you do and you're letting fear stop you, I don't want that for anyone. I really don't. So let's look at why we would, that's my rant over, okay? (laughs) Let's look at why we would want to take risks to intentionally face fear, So for me, the reason that I choose to take risks, and I talked about the ones that I've um, mentioned already, is I always want to try and be the best person, the best version of myself that I can be. I like to challenge myself. I like to grow in my knowledge. I like to grow in my wealth. I like to grow in my life experiences. And I also like change. Um, It's a big part of my human design uh, to experience change and new experiences and things like that. So it's kind of like if you're familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs, if you're familiar with that, I'm going to go through it really briefly now, but you can you know, Google it. There's um, a ton of information out there about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I first learned about this when I was studying marketing uh, in another lifetime. So I thought, oh, it'd be good for um, me to share it with you guys today because it's it's quite interesting. All right, so Maslow's hierarchy of needs, it's a theory of motivation um, and the psychologist Abraham Maslow came up with this theory. I can't remember what it, when it was. It was a bloody long time ago. That's the, <laughs> the official time period, a bloody long time ago. Um, so it's been around for a long, long time. And it says that there's, um, our human needs kind of fall into five categories and they dictate our behaviour. So these needs are, they start at, um, if you imagine, if you're watching the new YouTube version of this, you'll see my hands in the shape of a pyramid, um, but they are—they um, go in the shape of a pyramid up to the top, right? And at the bottom of the pyramid are, are our physiological needs. And these are our needs, basic needs for survival, things like food and water, clothing and shelter, bottom needs. And then we go up a level. One of the joys of living in a two-story house, just as an aside, for the first time ever, I can hear the cats up there. It sounds like a circus going on upstairs right now. I can hear jumping in, whatever. They're having fun. So we've got our, sorry, I digress. Uh, We've got our physiological needs. So there's very, very basic needs for safety and for shelter. Sorry, for um, survival, rather. So physiological needs, I'll say it again to make sure I haven't messed it up. Physiological needs for our survival, food, water, clothing, shelter. And then we go up the pyramid to the next level, which is our safety needs. So this is our need to feel safe, safe from violence, safe from harm. And then we go up another level in the pyramid to love and belonging needs. Pretty self-explanatory, right? But our need for family, our need for friends, our need for connection is that next level up. And then we have esteem needs. So this one is about self-respect. It's about self-esteem. So it's about believing that we're valuable and confident in our abilities as we go up the pyramid. And then finally, um, and look, there's some conjecture about this and there's other people that have come along since Maslow developed this theory and added in different higher levels, but I'm just keeping it simple for this and just using the original Maslow's hierarchy of needs. The final uh Need in his hierarchy is called self-actualization. And this is like fulfillment of our highest potential as a human after all of our other needs have been met. And I love that because I'm like, right, that's that's where I'm working towards. I'm working towards that self-actualization. I want to fulfill my highest potential, and I want that if you want that for yourself, I want that for you too. Obviously, I'm not going to want it for you. I'm not going to impose or enforce anything on anyone, but I really do. Um, I want that for myself. And if that's what you want, like I want that for you too. And I want to help you achieve that and get there, whatever that looks like for you, because it looks different for all of us. So self-actualization, the fulfillment of our highest potential as a human after all of our other needs have been met. So that's Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I thought that might be interesting for you guys to kind of learn if you don't know it already. I also love this quote from Tony Robbins and it says, the quality of your life is directly related to how much uncertainty you can comfortably deal with. And I've talked about uh, Tony Robbins before and like the six human needs, one of them being uncertainty. uh, and so you can, I don't know, I can't remember which podcast episode it is, but I do talk about it in um, in another episode of the podcast is, you know, humans like certainty. We like to feel that safe, that we like to feel safe and we like to feel certain, but your life and the quality of your life is going to be elevated so much more if you can get comfortable with uncertainty. Because By allowing the fear, which is pretty much uncertainty, right, to come along, to walk beside you as you make big changes or take risks, this can make the quality of your life so much fucking better. It really can. And whatever better looks like for you, right, because better is different for everybody. Better for you might look like more money. It might look like more time, more freedom, more choice, more fun and joy more dot 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 fill in the blanks and I'm just going to go back to money for a second because if if it is more money I would challenge you to go a level deeper on that what is it about money what is it about having more money what's that going to bring you do for you because it's not really the money at the end of the day money just a piece of paper or these days a number on a screen right it's not the money that we want it's what money can give us So if you're thinking money, then why is it money? What is it that money can do? Like money for me brings me freedom and choice. That's what I want to create money for. So I have the freedom and the choice like I have now to be able to work when I want. So now I want you to imagine something that you've wanted to do, be or have, something that you've wanted to do, something that you've wanted to someone that you've wanted to be, become, or something that you've wanted to have, and you've been too scared to go after it, or maybe you've been bouncing around your head for so long that it's living there rent-free and you haven't done anything about it. Someone literally reached out to me on Facebook today. After one night, I posted something about this, and he said, you know, I've been wanting to make this big life change. He didn't say exactly what it was. I've gone back and asked him because I'm curious, and he said, I've just been procrastinating on it for so, so long. Because I'm guessing he's scared of either failure, success, doesn't feel worthy, or any other number of reasons. So it's been bouncing around your head in for so long. So what is that for you? Imagine that thing that it is. You know what it is. I know you know what it is. And as you have a picture of that thing now, I want to ask you whether you're willing to allow yourself to feel shit scared, (laughs) to feel the fear and still go after it. I'd love that for you, to quote a Schitt's Creek Creek little meme. I would love that for you, who ain't Schitt's Creek fan like I am. And if your answer is yes, that you are willing to allow yourself to feel shit scared and go after it, what's one thing that you can do today to move you towards the thing. Now, that one thing could be an action, could be something to do, for you to do. It could be to start building your self-belief. And I just know someone that can help you to, help you do that. Uh, yours truly. Or it could be a conversation with someone that you need to have. Maybe it's learning a new skill. So what's the, what's the one action or one gap that you need to fill that you can answer today and start on today if you're willing to take a risk, you're willing to feel the fear and do it? What's one thing? Okay, so go do that this week and let me know. I'd love to know. I'd love to know what your one thing is, like what your what it is that you want to do, be or have that dream that you've got, and what the one thing is that you're going to do towards it this week. I'd love to know. All right, so that is it for making big change and taking risk. Have the best week ever. Reach out to me on Instagram. Oh, and my profile is, uh, my handle is, Uh, It's at Kaya, K-A-I-A underscore Hunter over on Instagram. DM me. Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. And until then, have the best week ever. Thank you for allowing me into your space, your ears each week, and I will be back next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Journey to Brave podcast. I'll be back next week with another episode. But in the meantime, if you've liked this episode, you're going to love my free video and guide, Stop Letting Fear Hold You Back, Start Feeling Confident and Brave. I share a simple strategy you can start using today to help you feel more confident and brave. Learn the strategy in this video and you can use it on any negative emotion at any time. You can download it via the show notes. See you next week.